Uh, hey everybody and welcome to this last installment of Who Are You? from Ephesians. Um, this week we're going to go through a, couple, a, few session, a few sections of Ephesians 6 and figure out who we are in Christ based on those passages. I 
joy You are my reward You are the joy You are my joy You are my reward You are the joy You are my joy You are my reward You are the joy You are my joy And now let's get onto the text, shall we? So, who are you? Lord, who are we in this chapter? I ask that you would highlight what we need to see, what each of us need to see today. So, back on Monday, we learned how we are to relate with our employers. We are to honor them as though they were the Lord himself. Work hard and go above and beyond what you are required to do, whether they are watching or not. Don't be George Costanza. It honors the Lord when you do your best, whether you're being directly supervised or not. Whether they treat you well or not, treat them how you want to be treated. If you were in their shoes, would you want to receive shoddy work? How does that honor the Lord? Serve your boss well, even if your job feels a bit redundant. It's that simple. Seek to do your job to the best of your ability, no matter if your boss is deserving or not. Because we are quality work people in Christ. So, on Wednesday, we started talking about spiritual warfare. In Christ, you are God's warrior. Be aware that you are in a battle. The enemy is coming at you no matter what. You, however, are unified with Christ, and that is why the enemy ha has put a giant kick-me sign on your back. Remember that fellow humans are not your target. Let me say that again. Fellow human beings are not your target. Flesh and blood is not your enemy here. 
it may seem like it because sometimes people are used by the enemy. Sorry. <laughs> I had to shift a little bit. Anyway. The elemental powers and demonic strongholds are. Now, most of the time we're not called to directly combat those things. We're called to intercede against them, not to go directly after them. Ask the Lord to do it. And be listening and aware when he says, you go do it. Because <laughs> sometimes he will. Protect yourself with the armor of God in the process, though, so it's harder for them to get to you. Learn to discern the powers behind each person who presents as an enemy in your life. That way you can pray for them to be set free, seeing that they are pawns or puppets for those dark entities rather than reacting in a desire for vengeance, which only perpetuates the set of problems which led to them being willing partners with the enemy when you personally seek vengeance. That, that's what creates the cycle, right? So just be aware. On Friday, we chatted briefly about the armor of God, which is meant to not only protect us, but be weaponry in that battle, in that spiritual warfare. So if we are unified with Christ, then what do we have to protect ourselves in this spiritual warfare? Well, the armor of God, truth, holiness, peace, faith, salvation, and the spoken word of God. We also need to pray constantly in the spirit. That is how the that that's how to use the armor effectively. Not just put it on. So we need to we need to learn how to use truth, how to appropriate holiness, how to share peace in the Lord, how to live in faith, and to walk progressively in more full deliverance. And then to discern which parts of the Word of God ought to be spoken in a given situation. Hmm. So, the truth is that we fight figuratively on our knees. God has already done the fighting for us. He already won the, won the war. We're just doing mop-up duty. So we need to stand in his victory through prayer and support one another in love. So who are we in Christ according to Ephesians 6? First things first, we are good workers and warriors in the kingdom of God. We are to serve our employers well, whether they're watching or not, whether they are good bosses or not, because this honors the Lord. So, but how are we warriors? Well, the truth is that if you're alive, you are a fighter, whether consciously for the kingdom or unconsciously for the enemy. There is no neutral in this war. There's no Switzerland. It doesn't exist. And actually, Switzerland isn't really um, neutral anyway. And there's no Bendu. Star Wars, sorry, that's a Star Wars Rebels reference. The Force in Star Wars is said to have two sides, right? The light and the dark. 
And most sentients are drawn to one or the other naturally or through the way that they were brought up. You wind up, if you are force sensitive, falling into one of two camps, Jedi or Sith, generally. The Bendu is a being who inhabited the gray area in the middle, not particularly drawn to either side of the force. I, I digress though. My point is that by merely existing, we are pieces on the cosmic chessboard. We need to be aware of that reality and choose the side of the light. Then stand firm in the army of in the armor of God. That's the truth. So, so Lord, I, I ask that you would help us to be the kind of workers that honor you, no matter what we're doing. And I ask that you would help us to be cognizant of the battle. Not afraid of it, but to walk in faith, to walk in love, to walk in righteousness and truth, and to know how to use your word effectively. Help us to know your word. In Jesus' name, amen. Hope you guys have a really good week. I'll see you guys tomorrow with another Memesable Nation. Um, we're actually starting a new series. It'll be, it's called Roman's Road. Um, but we're actually not starting at the beginning. We're starting in Romans 8 because I really love Romans 8. So there we go.